slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, not your best moment. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Best Moments. I am Keith Skopinich, along with my co-hosts, Phoebe Matana and Andrew Harris. Yay! Uh, <laughs> today we're going to do a little skinny dip <laughs> into some of the topical news stories for you. And I think, Phoebe, you've got a story for us to start oh. us off, right? Oh, I do got a story. I mean, everyone has a story. It doesn't really feel special to me. Um, Taylor, well, it doesn't because this everyone is like a story. Everyone has this one, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because it bears being discussed. So Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn apparently have broken up, which is a big deal given that they've been together for six years and pretty much everything that Taylor Swift does is a big deal. So no! this is sorry. <laughs> no, just, like, no, I, I mean, I'm more I'm more mean that when everything that is going on in her personal life is always okay. big news. That's more what I mean. Not like well, she's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> so when she I stops mean, dating someone. But like we're getting a song pretty soon. So <laughs> So I was joking with I was joking with my friends on my walk home today. I was like, oh yeah, no, they uh they had to break up because Taylor needs a new album, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she needs a new album. So Joe just had to take one for the team. And it can mature because this is one of her longer relationships, right? Yeah, longest, I believe. Yeah. I mean, before this, so, she was with a Kennedy, right? Yeah. I mean, she she was she was in a bunch of short, short-term relationships, and this was for six years, so quite a long time. What what older, more mature thing do you think she's gonna be singing about? <laughs> well, it's not even that it's gonna be older or mature. Whites and colored laundry need oh to be God. separate. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this tax day, tax day, time to pay your taxes. <laughs> I have a lawyer for my taxes because I'm famous. <laughs> well, here's the thing it's going to be less like that. It's going to be less bumpy. It's going to be less, uh, we are never ever getting back together level of pettiness. Because apparently it was kind of an amicable, not dramatic breakup. A first for Taylor Swift. Let's just put that out there. What has that happened? (laughs) So It's a sign uh, she's matured already. I guess guess. she's matured. I I hope this album, this resulting album, maybe two actually, it might be one is the immediate post-breakup and then the one following would be the I am... You know, have I've moved on, and I am a strong, independent woman who cannot be boxed into a weird marriage circle thing. You know how celebrities, especially women, are sure. But like, let's be clear: Taylor Swift's getting married at some point. Like, of course. But the idea being, until Taylor Swift gets married, she basically maintains this weird single girl, like young illusion. If that makes sense, like she's not put into the mom category yet. Yeah. Which, you know, it happens to most celebrities that, you know, identify as women at some point in their career and they stop being like cool and hot and they start being moms. And by not getting married, she's basically just circumvented that. Even though she's, you know, 31, 32, she's like getting up to that age where people are like, oh. I don't know that that has as much to do with her marital status as it does just sort of the way she presents. Also fair. No, that's a that's fair. But I also just was saying a lot of her 
a lot of her songs revolve around the idea of being from a small town and how they all expect her to get married and, you know, have kids <laughs> and do this very old school American dream kind of thing. <laughs> so the, if she gets married, she no longer can farm that whole section of her life for material. Well, she could always be like, she could always make it about having kids. Like there's so much pressure in this town to have children. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sexy though, you know? <laughs> Might be. Oozing <laughs> <laughs> authenticity, this one. <laughs> Jesus, how how long can you play the Pollyanna card? I mean, especially into your thirties, it doesn't. You have to evolve. Artists have to evolve. It's, yeah. you know, to 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 survive, and it's not. You can't. You can't make like a hard turn because then it's jarring and everyone's like what the fuck are you doing Justin Bieber um you know <laughs> well especially because like like you're effectively changing your brand at that point yeah right and you know her brand is working I don't really know what Bieber's brand is doing but I do l- sort of lump them in together as you know sort of young pop artists from the last 15 years I will say though Bieber his branding situation his rebranding was one that a lot of people in his position have done i mean i look at a prime example being like miley cyrus where they're tired of being seen as like a teeny bopper you know i played a tweens vibe and they're so eager they're so eager to not be seen in that light that they 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 go hard in the other direction like it's a hard you know 180 but the point is we understand that as as like an audience, as a world, we understand what's happening. It makes total sense. We're like, oh, they're overcompensating. That's what's well, happening. Yeah, and that that's it. It's a it's a it's a bullshit meter, or like you know, I mean, like people have a sense of authenticity, and there's like there's the same thing with Miley. There's something about her where you're like, are you are you really this like grungy creature that you're putting out to us? Who you know wears circus bikinis and you know licks Robin Thicke? Like what you know what I mean? And part of it. Probably, yeah, a little bit. You know, I, I think there's clearly, you know, they got tired of like hiding a part of themselves so they could be this angelic and to some degrees virginal, you know, versions of themselves. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That's, that definitely plays into it, especially with the women. And I, I'm pretty sure it did with Bieber, too, in a lot of ways. Um, and that's that's in its own right, just creepy enough. Like, oh, yeah, I like my pop stars, virginal. Um, but again, their, <laughs> their fan base was predominantly virginal too at the time they had to grow up with their fan base to to keep it because it's not like like people of my um in my age group were never really listening to bieber you know what i mean we're never really listening to my i've i've got wrecking ball i think is the only one that i have like on my itunes you don't have flowers on there flowers is such a good song i don't know that i've heard flowers to be perfectly honest it's been everywhere i would be surprised if you didn't i live in a protective bubble where it's always 1999 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all, i'm always safe in the 90s you know why andrew doesn't listen to it she's not virginal anymore that's why god you guys are so you're so much and it's so, i can't i can't handle it <laughs> so much so much bravo phoebe <laughs> okay, here's what I will say about this whole argument about these virginal appealing pop stars. God, it's an awful word, isn't it? Isn't it? I did, and I'm so sorry for introducing it into the conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's 
here's the thing. It is a part of the teen star brand. Like it just is for a lot of people. And I think a good counterexample would be the Jonas Brothers. You look at the Jonas Brothers, they didn't go edgy. Them with their purity rings were all up in that we are just, you know, good guys, good normal guys who love Jesus. And then they fell out of popularity and they were not a thing for years until they rebranded themselves as married guys, basically. Yeah, I, it's funny. I was... um I was watching some of the SNL promotional stuff and like scrolling through on Instagram and I had the pictures of them and like it dawned on me that I don't know any of their names except for I think Joe and like I hadn't seen the three of them together in quite some time and again I don't know anyone my age who has got Jonas Brothers and if I do I don't I'm okay not knowing who they are um but uh there was one (laughs) I was watching when they because there was a musical guest on SNL this weekend and I was watching and I'm like wow one of them didn't age well like two of them look the same one of them kind of doesn't and um and i don't know which one and i was texting my friend i was like i don't know the jonas brothers from adam but like one of them one of one of them's different like one of these things is not like the other it's very like go ahead look look at a picture of them now two of them look the same one of them has had a life (laughs) (laughs) but yes to return to the point (laughs) they didn't do this weird angsty pivot and you know they were just as popular around that time so it's you know it's hard to know whether that would it just wouldn't relate with their growing audience so it makes sense that a lot of people would do that pivot whereas with taylor swift if she were to you know pivot into a more older mature pop star in her subject matter i don't know if i don't know if her fans would get on board with that it has to be authentic she, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I th- that's that's what sells it, right? Like, yeah. if she's doing it just to rebrand for the sake of rebranding, then no, of course it wouldn't work. People would see right through it. That's the whole point of it. Like, it has to, I think that's part of her, her success in the first place. She's talking about what she knows, her breakups, um, whatever the fuck else she sings about. But, you know, <laughs> like, so the artist will evolve the art will evolve as the artist evolves, as the human being creating the art evolves. So if she's writing her own music, and I think she is, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, we talked we talked about this. Um, then it'll it'll come and it'll come organically and naturally and it will feel correct. And I will say, yeah. Midnights, which is her most recent album, does feel a lot more mature than some of her other work. So I will give her that. She is growing, but a lot of the subject matter isn't. It's interesting because the subject matter, a lot of it doesn't feel as mature as the actual music itself. Mm, Interesting. Like you can tell she's really coming into her own as, you know, a musical artist. But then you hear some of the lyrics and sometimes there's a little disconnect for me because, you know, some of the things that she's doing musically are are awesome and really cool. And clearly, you know, this is someone who knows themselves and is comfortable exploring you know, who they are as an artist and what that looks like. So it's always sometimes a little weird to hear some of the songs and to hear her still mining that weird, I grew up in this small town about this guy, you know, that I, there's like a song, she's like, I was playing my songs in the parking lot while I was, you know, feeling bad about this guy not liking me when I was like 15, basically 14. So I'm like, what? It feels like a disconnect to me, but okay, I'm going to stop on Taylor Swift. 
for a second. No, no, I'm rolling my eyes at Taylor Swift, not at you. I'm just like, okay. I was like, okay, Andrew. No, 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 no. It's the whole the nar- the narrative of her is just like some small town girl next door, which we all know is fucking false. Um, no, I mean, here that's the reason they broke up. It sounded like, from what we're hearing, Joe Alwyn, not Joe Jonas, Joe Alwyn, <laughs> who she was with. One of the things that they were saying in these news outlets was that he wasn't super comfortable with her level of fame and he didn't like all the attention surrounding her. Um, probably because, you know, he's a private person and he doesn't necessarily want that to be his life. And I can understand that. That seems well, totally he has, reasonable. He has his own career, too. Um, he's in, I'm going to bring up this movie one more time. He's in The Favorite with Olivia Coleman. Yes. Know that I would be able to name another movie off the top of my head that he's that I know that he's been in, um, but like he's again he's got his own career, so being it can be difficult being tied to someone with a much larger and very different career as well. Um, yeah, kind of be you know like, do you want to be known for your acting or do you want to be Taylor Swift's boyfriend? Which is a very harsh harsh way of putting it, but at a certain point, I mean, people leave each other all the time. Like, uh, was it um, say reading about? Um, <laughs> I do like that. Andrew's like, people leave each other all the time. And he's going to give us examples of people well, leaving uh, each other. Wife, <laughs> whose name is, is eluding me. Um, she's in all sorts of things. It's Amy. Um, I can't think of her name, but like she, I, I was reading something where she was like, you know, at a certain point, my job became being Steven Spielberg's wife and I'm an actress, you know, and that's, that's part of what, cause his, mm. you know, in the eighties, they broke up in the eighties when his career was like, you know, massive. Yeah. With, you know, Indiana Jones and producing the things, like, you know, the Goonies, all sorts of things, you know, the color purple, like big, big movies in the 80s. And like she was just being consumed by yeah. by his career just by being in the relationship with him. That's essentially what she, what she was getting at. In this small town, I feel so much pressure to apply for Social Security. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, she can do a small town like, girl who needs to set up a 401 She can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can still do that. <laughs> set up a Roth IRA, you'll be fine. Whatever. Make sure you're taking care of for when you're 65. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Speaking <laughs> of people who are definitely going to be 65 to purchase this, Andrew, you wanted to talk about <laughs> the blue check mark. <laughs> On Twitter, oh, you're 65 and you're purchasing a blue check mark. What are you? What? Um, I'm still yeah. confused. <laughs> no, so like, I mean, you've seen right how you can it, the the blue check mark on social media that verifies that yes, this is actually this this person, which is until now had been used mostly for celebrities, so that you know spam accounts or or fan accounts or whatever couldn't be couldn't misrepresent that person. You would know if you saw the blue check mark. Ah, this is in fact the person that I'm trying to follow, not like <coughs> somebody else, you know, posing as or or something. Um, and now Elon Musk has begun uh, has changed Twitter's rules, uh, where for eight dollars a month. You can have you can just have a blue check mark next to your name, um, and it's on Instagram too. That uh, you can do that, and I didn't think much of it until I saw someone. I'll say I know. I don't know them well. You know, with a put a with a blue check mark next to their name, and like they raised the red flags. I'm like, well, you're not famous. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What's all this? <laughs> you know, they do have. You're the janitor of my building. <laughs> Officially. Officially, <laughs> the official janitor. Of my building. <laughs> I just thought it was so desperate. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, I know. I'll make myself look like I'm a I'm a bigger deal by doing this. And I was like, ugh. 
but we all know that. Yeah, unless you're at a point where if you're at a point where there is a spam account out there or a fan account out there for you, that that is the point at which you should probably have a blue check mark. Right. Right. And that is yeah. that was the whole purpose of it. Otherwise, I know it's you, Andrew. I know that's your yeah. profile. I don't need to. I'm not yeah. worried that there are six Andrew Harris rocks accounts. You know what I mean? Not to <laughs> rain on your parade or anything. Well, and they're like, they're, I, I don't they're know. all run by me. There used to be like a, a threshold. I think you used to have X, X thousand amount of followers or whatever. And I don't know if this person follows into that. I know it's they had like something like north of 10K, but not much, much higher than that. Um, mm in terms of, of followers um you know god knows how many bots were those followers uh it, it just i don't know it what do you what do you guys i i don't know i don't i don't like it I, I feel like it's 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 just a little desperate i'm paying for it because i want people to respect me and who <laughs> i am okay you're gonna respect who i am i'm official you're a nobody i've got two followers i still a little baby egg on twitter but I don't care. <laughs> uh, you're, you're bringing some housewife, some real housewife energy to this. <laughs> the, <table. laughs> uh, the blue check marks. You know what? It feels a little bit. It feels a little bit in line with everything I expected Elon Musk to do with Twitter. <laughs> so yeah. I can't say that I'm completely shocked by this turn of events. It is desperate, like you said, Andrew. It's kind well, of a weird it's a weird thing because the whole there was a certain cachet to having a blue check mark and it helped yeah. to it helped to be you know real about where these people were at and you're like they are famous they are legitimately yeah. famous which is why yeah. they have a blue check mark it's not even that it's a matter of like if you follow news on twitter there are some reliable sources that have blue check marks and you know that they're the real person that too. because of the blue check mark. And now you're going to have people with blue check marks who are not real sources <laughs> saying that stuff is happening. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of this happens in sports, a lot of sports stuff. But uh, yeah, and so I get a blue check mark. And as my, you know, for my royal expert account. <laughs> that's it. And now, now the should. Daily Mail is going to be quoting you as a royal expert from now on well, you have a blue check mark andrew <laughs> to me it feeds into something too that like i don't know if you guys see this on your feeds but all of my friends and it's, it's a large part of my social media community because you know i i am an actor and I'm, you know comedian i've been i've been in this now for for 20 some years so like yes most of my social network are people in the arts in one way or another and then you see the way that different people use their social media. And it's like, oh, you're, this is this is kind of your opportunity to kind of be a celebrity. You know, like people mm. people do treat it like that a little. Do you do you have anyone like on your feeds where you're like, do you, do you yes. think you're famous? Are you are you yeah. be, you're behaving like you're famous? You know, I'm just I'm just curious. Yeah, you do. I have I have those people. But I again, like you, I live in a specific sphere where. <laughs> the people on my Instagram feeds are going to be actors and performers at various different points of their career. And some of it is try hard, but the difference is it's so obvious to yeah. me, you know, like I, I have a, you know, a friend that I knew from a couple of improv classes that I took right after I moved here and her career is doing really well. She's like a regular, uh, she has regular appearances on law and order. She was on blue blood. She was doing all these cool projects and she's just, you know, posting normally. She's like, Hey, yeah, like a great day on set. Then like post a picture with her cat and like, it's totally normal, but she's, right. she's doing great in her career. And I'm like, this is authentic to you. And then there are the people that have hired, you know, 
professional photographers to take these photos of them and you know they're renting they're renting uh like you know fashionable stuff to try to look like they're they've got like that influencer money situation i'm using my breakup to announce my new album um (laughs) so if you guys want (laughs) to be on the keith tour um it starts uh next week and i'll be touring mostly just one venue in manhattan one one bedroom <laughs> yeah one bedroom that's it how are we supposed to think you're virginal now i ruined it you ruined, I ruined your it. brand all right so Damn speaking of so speaking of someone who i think is virginal <laughs> Oh my god! Um, what a segue. Well, actually, not, not, he's not wrong. Yeah, you want him to be. You want him to be virginal. <laughs> um, you you so sort of expect it. <laughs> to be fair, you do, you'd hope. Um, so the Dalai Lama found himself in a little bit of trouble the other day. Um, uh, what a sentence! <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I never, I never hope here. You know. So in February, he was at a temple um, teaching 120 students on like a skills training course or whatever, what? and there was like it was like a Q and A, and a little boy went up to the microphone and was like, "Oh, can I hug? Can I give you a hug?" And he said, yes, he's like, come up here. So he gave the Dalai Lama a hug. And then the Dalai Lama was like, oh, now give me a kiss on my cheek. So the boy did. And then the boy, and then Dalai Lama's like, give me a kiss on my lips. So the boy did. And oh, then oh he pulls God. away. And then he says to the boy, oh, oh. suck on my tongue. Oh. God, Dalai. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. He said, suck on my tongue. And then the boy, he put his head, like, leaned his head and the boy's head on each other. And the boy, thank God, did not suck his tongue. No. <laughs> um, but it was, it was. I think it, I think it was a failed joke on his part. Um, Dalai Lama is known for being hilarious, sort of a, sort of a prankster sometimes. What? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but- the Dalai Lama yeah. is hosting punked. <laughs> <laughs> Things I would pay to see, actually. I would love to see the Dalai Lama host a does season a of punk. Does he have a verified Instagram account? Can I see some of his pranks on social media? <laughs> <laughs> and can I be assured that it really is the Dalai Lama? So Dalai Lama issued an apology, but not before noted child abuse expert Cardi B yeah. came in. To weigh in on oh, the situation. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> celebrities. I know. <laughs> um, oh, I lost the quote. Oh, so. Is it from brainyquotes.com? Shout out, Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah. Never forget. Um, it's a, it says, this world is full of predators. They prey on the innocent. The ones who are most unknowing, our children, Predators could be our neighbors, our school children, even money with power and our churches. Constantly talk with your kids about boundaries and what they shouldn't allow people to do to them. So I think we need to talk to our religious leaders about boundaries and say, you know what? You should be able to have sex and get married if that's what you want, because you not having sex is not making you closer to God. It's making well, it's not working. Well, yeah, it's clearly it's not, not working. This is, you know? this is a bad idea. Go. Go in a legitimate, safe, and appropriate forum. Have fucking sex so you're not molesting, you know, people who are, you know, virginal. Um, and, uh, God. God damn and it. Aren't, and aren't old enough to have blue check marks. <laughs> I 
actually, I bet there are some children at that age who could have blue check marks. Oh, 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 thank God. That's where you were going. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you, yeah, 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 yeah. you think I was going? I don't want to think about it. So we're just going to move on from that. Jesus um, Christ. You're well. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say from that. <laughs> well, the, well, well, how do you come back from that? We were just talking. Uh, the Dalai Lama asking a kid to suck on his tongue is just there's not much to say other than you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just. Oh, man. I know. You hate to see it. Oh, wait. I actually did have a question. Keith, what mm-hmm. is this skills seminar workshop situation? Yeah. What kind yeah, of skills? Yeah. What? He's like, what? Like, is he teaching? Or like, is it like he's like giving a TED talk <laughs> to kids? God. What is he teaching them how to balance it, their checkbooks? I don't know. It, so I'm not exactly sure. It says a skills training course hosted by <laughs> M3M Foundation, which yeah. is a charity, like part of a. It's the charity of a Indian real estate group. So I'm not, it doesn't really clarify what that was. I was, say, what I was like, what is this teaching. skills training yeah. course? Skills what kind of skills? Not something I thought the Dalai Lama did, apart from also kissing he's, children's tongues. He's like, <laughs> listen, listen. He's Look at the skills. Suck on my tongue. That's a skill you Oh, gross, Keith. <laughs> I am not virginal. <laughs> that is not blue check marked either. So, um, guys, I think you this is one of the scummy, sexed up versions of the rest of us. Yeah, I'm just the scummiest scum, scum, scum. Um, <laughs> oh my god, guys, this really hasn't been any of our best moments. I'm not gonna lie. This is not the I think, I don't know, is it not Taylor Swift's best moment? Who knows? I actually well, think she's doing all right, honestly. Yeah, so honestly, good moment. So, Taylor and Joe, good moment. Dalai Lama, not your best moment. Oh, and, and also not your best moment to everyone who has bought a blue check mark who probably shouldn't have. Yeah, an undeserved. You know who you are. Yeah, you, you know who you, you know who you are. And you will never admit it. Guys, <laughs> I think this has been the nineteenth episode of Not Your Best Moment. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye fake attack, racist rants. Back.